Hey cousins, welcome to the Family Ties Podcast, where we are all about real family keeping up with real relationships. We discuss sports, pop culture, and everything in between. Just a reminder, all opinions are our own. And don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss an episode. Now, let's sit down, grab a drink, and get into the cousin chat. Hey, hey, everybody. So we are so excited. We are the Family Ties podcast. Um, and like Shay just mentioned, we are all fam. So my name is Marla. Um, I am a mother, Come on. a wife, um, a business okay. professional that keeps me on my feet, um, and just so y'all, y'all need to know, I am an HR professional. So y'all going to see a lot of that come through on the podcast on accident. Just need to let y'all know that. Um, but we are excited to start this. So I'm going to kick it over to my sister, my real sister, in case y'all didn't know. Well, Mandy. hello, everyone. I am Mandy. I am the baby of the crew. I live in Atlanta and I'm an advertising girly on the business side. And yeah, I just live life, you know? That's just my motto. And I'm gonna kick this over to my cousin, my real cousin, Shay. Hello world, as my beautiful cousins have already mentioned, I'm Shay, I am also a mother of two girls and we got a big age difference. So we're dealing with two totally different uh, aspects of life. We got one starting school and one in college. So (laughs) pray for me. In my real life, I am a project manager, so if you need someone to keep you on task and give you all your deliverables and your action items, I got you. I can definitely help you with that. Um, Outside of that, you know, I like to run. It is a love-hate relationship, but I'm currently training for my second half marathon, so you'll probably hear a lot about that because I love it, but I sure hate it. So I'm going to pass it over to my beautiful cousin, Jasmine. What up, y'all? This is Jasmine, as you guys have heard. Um, Let's see. I'm a mom of one, a little boy. Um, I'm also in marketing, fashion marketing to be exact. Um, In my spare time, what do I like doing? Shoot, nothing, because all my time goes to my son. (laughs) I hear you, Jasmine. So... Yeah, that's my life as of right now. But ladies, how are you guys doing? Woo-woo. This is our first podcast. Are we excited? Woo-woo. We are excited. But <laughs> let's get into this crazy week, though. It, it is <laughs> Memorial Week. Yes. Work Hello. has been working. Yes, yes, I need yes. to let y'all know Woo. my mental capacity this week. And let me also say, I forgot. I am in Portland, Oregon, guys, oh, yeah, um, that's true. As, as a city, <laughs> and um, I have a two-year-old who is literally napping as we speak, so if y'all hear a little scream Chat. to let me know she wants to get up, don't be alarmed. Yes. I'm mommy in over here as well, because that's what we do, Jasmine. We got to multitask you know, at all times. Baby, that's life. We, we, would, we would like to repeat that no children <laughs> were harmed in the making of this podcast, <laughs> if you hear a scream. Right. <laughs> right right 
And Jasmine, you need to also mention you are sitting yeah, in St. Louis. St. Louis. So babe. just in case y'all don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah. Me and Shay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Come on, Cardi. Mandy representing the A, you know. The A, my new home. Oh, Lord. But we're all from St. Louis, though. We, we should mention yep. that. We're all from St. Louis. All from St. Louis. Louis. It was our start. But how was y'all week, man? Mandy, Shay? Ooh. Um. My week was very stressful. Um, advertising is a very all over the place industry, and I work agency side, so it's even more all over the place with multiple clients. And yeah, try me this week. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, <laughs> but on the flip side, because I am in advertising, we have a very lenient like holiday structure, so we're actually off from Friday to Tuesday. So I felt yeah. But mm. because of that, everybody is cramming almost two weeks oh, of feel. work into four mm. days of the week. So I was literally at the Little Mermaid last night. Oh, we got to talk about that. I am yeah. jealous. You know you did. Yes. I did. I did go. How dare you? Go. But I, I couldn't really fully no enjoy spoilers. it. I couldn't because my Slack messages were going crazy about budget oh. Uh-uh. Literally, do not disturb. so my do week, disturb. I'm over it now. I'm out of office. My out of office is on. Um, I'm excited. Um, my boyfriend's little brother's coming into town, Raph. So you haven't met Raph, Marla. I was about to say, is that the alpha? Yeah, he's the alpha, yeah. He's coming okay, into town, okay. and we're actually having like a pool party at my apartment with all the, the Atlanta gang. So I'm looking forward to that because our pool parties, like, they okay. go up, so. Fun, fun. Shay, you've been mommy and yeah. girl, so I know, you know, little ones and gymnastics, yeah. she got stuff going yeah. on. Yeah, so we are um, knee deep in recital mm-hmm. season. So Noelle's recital is in two weeks. Okay. And so it's on two days. So of course I'm like, cause she does ballet and she does tap. So I'm assuming, okay, so one day is going to be ballet and one day is going to be tap. No, no, no. She's performing in both, doing both perf- dances, both nights. Okay. I said, oh, oh okay. That was not in the final. So y'all going to be changing costumes in the mid-show. Yeah. Mid- and so we, dance moms. we got our costumes this Right. Week. Come on, dance mom. They, Come on, black dance mom. They are full. They are full costumes, okay? Like down to the hair bow to the tights. Yes. Okay. It is real. But this was my first official week in my new position. So I've had the job for about six weeks, but it's it's been working. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to lie. It was a lot of, you know, doing like uh, on the job training and shadowing and different things. Um, But it was busy. And so my boss today was like around 10 o'clock. He was like, all right, y'all. So I'm about to leave. You know, y'all go ahead and leave too. I said, look, you ain't said nothing but a word, sir. I'm out. <laughs> Log off. Uh, email on. Uh, do not disturb is on. I'll catch y'all on Tuesday. I, so I don't, don't want to worry about it. But so me and Jasmine are also having a pool party. Yeah. Yes. Yes. At my parents' well, house. Well, well, but I was just like, oh, we okay, said like we about to be in the pool. It's for the kids. <laughs> for these kids, they about to be in the pool. 
<laughs> it's for the kids, so we we not oh, gonna, I'm be gonna ask. Are we swimming? Like, are we actually swimming? Because we get in the they pool. swimming. They yeah. swimming. We watching. So I was telling Jasmine earlier that I was telling my dad mm-hmm. that we should blow the pool up for Noel and Izzy, and he was like, "Well, but see, we need to get a bigger Uncle one Sam. because they too big <laughs> for the other pool." <laughs> Go big or go home, Uncle Sam. We love it. I'm exactly. Like, I was right. like, do you? Hello? Do you? It's your house. It's your house. I told Live you, they got big old inflatable pools at Sam's, you know, with the ones with the they water do. slide, all that. Baby, get them in. I'm going Y'all in. Get in the if they get one, I'm get going. in the pool. Yeah. Baby, I'm going under. I'm going under. If they get that, I'm going under too. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I love that. And Jay, you know, marketing girl, you know, what's what's happening? You know, work right now is pretty chill. Um, As I told you guys, I'm in fashion marketing, so it's a little different. So we go season by season, you know, we're gearing up for fall already. And, you know, we do social media and I do social media and it's pretty, you know, every day is something. Actually, my stuff just went off now because of that. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. turn it off. But yeah, you know, my days are pretty chill towards the till the end. It gets hyped up, pumped up, and it's like, Doc, it's almost time to go home. Mm-hmm. Can we please yes. go? But yes. you know, I love what I do. So, I mean, that's amazing. So, and I yeah. think I love that. Like, we all are in careers. A, that has some fashion tie, some marketing tie, yes. social media, yes. you know, living our best lives. And so, I think that's even more purposeful. You know? As to why this podcast and like our cousin Chad be popping. Um, so our cousins, our listeners, our cousins, this is literally named after chat. a chat that we literally have. <laughs> where literally there's so many alerts throughout All the day. day because we are always sending each other, whether it's like, you know, messages from social media sites, different topics that's coming up. Um we all just want to talk about it. And it's been so hard this week because we knew we were going to shoot, not to really discuss yeah. it the way that we typically do so we can do it here. So with that being said, it is time for the Cousin Chat. Cousin Chat. Uh, Mandy, it's on you, sis. So out of the cousins, me and Shay have definitely been on the, the hot topic way for a very long time. Um, yes. And I will have to give my... I miss Miss Wendy Williams in that purple chair. And we need it. We need oh, it back. But that's for another conversation on another day. But to start <laughs> off our cousin chat for the week, we have to, have to, have to first say RIP to the legend, the queen, the queen <sighs> of rock and roll, our fave's fave, Miss Tina Turner. Yes. Yes. Who's also from St. Louis, queen, just for the record. Graduated from yes. Sumner, I believe. Oh, yes, Anime. Yes. Anime. Did you guys know we have like a walk of fame and her name I is on no there? I had no idea. Like, Delmar Loop. Yeah. So apparently Andy Cohen, uh-huh. we'll talk about him later, but he was here a couple of weeks ago. Oh, and he got wow. his star. And while he was talking about his star, he said, oh, Tina what? Turner's star is like right next to it. I was like, dang, I need to we need to. We need to. We need to. It's a lot of people come from St. Louis and we just don't. What? 
know where nothing is, nothing is. I know my street. I know your street. Like, and a lot of people went to Sumner for some reason. Like, literally, like the founder of my sorority, AKA, okay, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Okay. This Ethel went to Sumner I, as well. Really? Come on. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's cool. Okay. It's crazy. Like, St. Louis got some ties, honey. Yeah. It's, clo- it's closed, though, now, right? Is that closed? It is oh, close. I believe it changed to a different school or international school. Oh, it's changed to like, like a Lord, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 It's getting re okay. So you know. Yes. Amen. Amen. Yeah. But you know, back to Miss Tina. Listen, when I first heard this news, two iconic things I thought about. First and foremost, oh, we have to talk about what love to do. The fact that yeah. as a black female, the yeah. way we can quote this movie, and I don't know, did y'all think about like how young we were when this movie right. came out? Girl, Should no. we have been really watching? No, really not. I don't it's a laundry know. list of movies I was watching. I had no business <laughs> watching. <laughs> Domestic violence is definitely, but you know what? When I think about it, there are some real life situations where there are some yeah. kids who unfortunately do experience domestic violence at a very young age. So I guess it was appropriate for us to watch it for awareness. But man, I let's talk about Latina's story though. Yes, she yeah. was iconic as a musician. Life. But like mm-hmm. sis like prevailed out of like some serious situations personally in her yeah. life. And she did not let that stop her. Y'all know I'm a, a deep feminist in, on the yes. real side. So um, <laughs> I was just like, man, like her, I hope her story continues to live on because it took for me to watch, mm-hmm. y'all know I love me some Gail King. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they reported and Gail did a segment with her and she literally said to her, she's like, anytime when I'm down on myself or I'm like, I feel like I haven't accomplished mm-hmm. or achieved, I, I think about Tina. I think about what she has gone through to end up where she is today. Yeah, still, she, she was, was still performing, y'all. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> still performing, still living her her life and making the most and the best out of it. And I just have to give her reverence. Like I will say. I'm going to stop there before I hit Beyonce is Beyonce. I mean, if we're going to talk about it, yes. let's talk about like, it. Like, that was my two. That was my two. The people that we love. So it's crazy to see her influence really? and everything. But speaking on that, I have been seeing a lot of discourse online about how social oh, media Lord. or even rappers, lyrics, and music kind of making fun of Tina's situation. And I never thought about that. Like, if you think about like somebody mm. brought up Alicia Keys, lyrics of unbreakable we can fight like ike and tina that wasn't a song yeah. jay-z references eat the cake mm-hmm. anime and drunken love you know what i'm saying there's a lot yeah. of questionable yeah. but listen come on okay. let's, let's i'm gonna be play devil's advocate on this okay we just said that this was one of the most mm-hmm. iconic films in I will say that's black culture, yeah, black that's history, one of the iconic relationships, yeah, right. And so, to me, it's more of a reference. And I think mm-hmm. yes, to those who have been through domestic violence, mm-hmm. I don't want to belittle any of that. But I also want to make sure that in the artist's mind, I would, yeah, they were probably more referencing a mm-hmm. comment yeah, of just the movie. Like we said, we can quote. That's an iconic mm-hmm. quote, right? And I also feel like if Tina can talk about yeah. it, if Tina was influential in making the movie, 
right? Like it was for awareness. And I mean, it's iconic. And also, so, but I feel you, which is I, I see where they're coming from, though. I see that perspective. So the film is actually based mm-hmm. on her autobiography, mm-hmm. by, which has the same title as the movie. So, however, we want to frame it, it's her story. It's, it's what she went yep. through. So, question Have you guys seen the documentary yeah. that's on HBO Max? You know, she probably does. So, I have. It came it was out very yeah, good. Like, year, no. like last year, right, Shay? I think last year. I watched it. It was very yeah, good. it was very good. There, there's also one on Donna Summer that, that just came good. out. It was but I will crazy. Say okay. Very in her good. Documentary. She kind of talked about mm-hmm. the making of the film and everything and how, you know, she was involved mm-hmm. in it, but she really wasn't because you know she looked at it as more so like she don't a, a part of her life mm-hmm. that she kind of yeah she don't want to remember that so. To see how her feelings wow. about the situation and the mm-hmm. years of Ike, um, you know, is very interesting. So I encourage everyone to go out and watch that because it was really amazing. Yeah. In her words, her, yeah. you know, everything. The girl, bad, bad. Was a bad girl. I'm sorry. Bad, girl. Girl. The girl was yeah. a bad girl. Yeah. <laughs> she was bad. Listen, okay, let's Bianca, talk about Bianca. it though. Mm-hmm. Mandy nailed my number two. So Miss Tina, y'all know Miss mm-hmm. Tina knows, you know, that's one of her mm-hmm. icons, which clearly where Beyonce got a mm-hmm. lot of her, you know, persona. She loved her some Tina Turner. And so she showed the clip of when Beyonce first met her. She literally said, Beyonce, we Jumping saw Beyonce turn into a five-year-old. Yes. Skipping. She lost yes. all of her composure and literally just like yeah. skipped and hopped. and was like, oh my gosh, it's Tina Turner. And just like, so just to see her fangirl over, to your point, Mandy, somebody who really cared about her. Like, we got to give Tina her flowers, man. Like, please, Tina was amazing. Please, please. So make sure y'all check out that documentary. Sure. Give our girl oh, her flowers because we're going to miss her. Also, before we go off that, everyone, that this is, like, really big because apparently she had her kidney problems. So we encourage everyone to get checkups, take care of your body. I mean, you know, not to, we don't know how she died. We don't know the reason, but we do know she had kidney problems. Mm-hmm. And shout out to her husband for giving the kidney yeah. to her. Real men, real men. Yes, that's right. Yes, wow, I didn't know that. Hello, real men. Real men. documentary, okay. HBO Max. Okay, let me. Yeah, R.I.P. Tina. We gonna miss you, girl. But moving on to some more current current sports events. So as of yesterday, the Celtics. Have won two games in a row after losing in three and facing elimination. How does it feel about this? Is that our boy? Is that our boy? That's Jason. That's my boy. St. Louis, come on. Come on. St. Louis, how yeah. are we feeling? How are we feeling, Jason? I'm feeling conflicted. I'm feeling conflicted about the situation <laughs> because <laughs> I'm really- I'm really rooting for Jimmy Butler. Mm-hmm. I am not a Heat fan, but Jimmy Butler just has this, I'm going to put the team on my back. Mm-hmm. Like, he has a team of a bunch of undrafted dudes, some G League yeah. dudes. Not G League. Dang. Took- but that's what they are. They are. They are G That's what they are. They are G League okay, dudes. Okay. And he, has, he beat uh, Giannis and the yeah. Bucks. You know, uh, who did it beat in the second round? Was it Atlanta? No, it wasn't. I'm trying to think. Go, now I got to think. I'm with y'all. I didn't pay attention to the East. Yeah. I ain't <laughs> Until we get to no, where no. we at right now, I 
really don't be in it right there. You know, I come in uh, later. I, I, I forgot who they beat in the, in the no, second round. I have not. Y'all know Shay don't have some stats now. I don't even know why we even playing. Yes. Okay. So what I've noticed in the last two games with the Celtics, and this is something that is actually, I feel like a praise mm-hmm. to them, is that they out here raining threes like right. they go to And it was 76ers, by the way, okay. Philadelphia. Okay. Yeah, they, they couldn't lose. I mean, it's like they could not miss yeah. last night from, from the three-point. Well, how do you feel, like, though? I feel like people live and die by the three, and it's just so – it's it's as a fan, as a fan, and it, and, and this, this might give me a little hate. Oh, Lord. But Steph um, Curry just really ruined it for me. Well – Wait a minute. Stop, wait a minute. Stop, stop. Nah. Nah. Hold on. You wait know, a now you know Shay is a, a golden state. Let's be real. You. Ben Steph Curry have more teams not put more emphasis on the three than we've ever seen in the history of the league. No, I will agree with that. I, w- I will agree with that because nobody was shooting a three like that before Steph Curry. Oh, and they right. I mean, that's the thing now. He, like, they, he literally changed the face of basketball. That's so true. That's, that's why true. we're seeing threes like we've never seen Everywhere. threes before. That boy be doggone other end of the court. Thomas, I mean, chunk yeah, it up there. And they be going in. Like, yeah, it go in. But I'm not going to talk about Jokic right now in that impossible three, but we're, we're going to. I think, I think, too, it's like a situation where everybody has to stay in our yeah. lane, right? Because what I don't like to see is like big dudes like Jokic mm-hmm. and you know Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Y'all are too big yeah. to be shooting. And they do it if you do not go down the lane and put your uh, shoulder in somebody's chest real quick and get. The Let's lane. get physical. What are we doing? You're too big for that. Like you, you got this big old body and all this mass yeah. for a reason, and it's not to be shooting threes. Steph Curry is. What six two yeah. six three? Yeah. Okay, he needs to be shooting three because he can't be he can't be getting uh, in nobody's chest. But I ain't gonna lie, he showed my Lakers a little bit of that chest. That's he did. <laughs> he showed them a little chest action for sure. That's because he was literally in desperation yeah, mode for sure. He was in desperation mode, but then that leads us into LeBron. Oh, oh I just. I don't care I what nobody say. I have to. I have to let the the cousins know. Oh, oh Lord! Here we go with the LeBron. No, I have to let y'all know this is a disclaimer for me. Oh Jesus! LeBron mm. James mm-hmm. is the greatest player to ever exist. No, 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 no! He is and- my goat. That's, that can goal. be your goal for your generation. My greatest but MJ time. is still the best to do it. And, we and I hear it there. So. But I just want to let, I, I have to let the listeners know where my loyalties lie, episode one. Okay. LeBron is the greatest. I love me some, let me be clear. I love me some Mom, LeBron. I, 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 I will say this. He is today. Uh-huh the level of what MJ was when he was playing. So I will, I'm not going to take his flowers from him. He is definitely iconic. His mm-hmm. age and what he's still able to do, how long he's been in the game. You're 20 um, in the Western yeah. Conference Finals. <laughs> I'm not going to take, I'm, listen, I'm not going to take his flowers from him. I think he is amazing. 
But I also think we, we got to go down some history, though, because I was born in 1997. <laughs> I don't recall. The jump man was born. literally called jump man because the way that man could jump and spread his legs to dunk on them people was something but was too he not done winning MJ. championships by the time I was born. So I don't okay, have. Maybe. OK, All right. so Mandy brings up a valid point, right? Because when they talk about like the greatest of all time, I think it depends on the yeah, generation that you're born true. in, because even even for me, although I was born in the 80s, I i mean, Jordan, I'm not going to take that from him, but I wouldn't, if I'm making my top 10 of people, like that I, at that point. Shay, who I'm would not you do? Put, who, who's your top? Okay, in my top Come 10. On. Now this is give this us is top three. three. Top Don't five. even do two. Right. We can't. We gotta. We gotta shift. So give me top three. In no in no particular okay. order. In no particular okay. order, I will put Brian. Okay. Okay. Yes. Okay. Steph. Okay. Yes. Okay. And magic. Oh, MJ didn't even make your top five. Wow. Not mine either. I ain't gonna cry. Not I'm mine. Not okay. Mine. Okay. All right. Listen, we all can differ, and that is yeah, okay. Yeah, but I love the debate though because it's, it's like the thing that that I've learned so far about sports and I will say that I pay way more attention to basketball since I started dating my boyfriend I was a casual fan but I've always loved LeBron but I will say that it depends on the generation for sure if you talk to a man that's over 50 he not gonna utter the word LeBron never I just no. he just not I said, oh dad now oh wait no no no, no I love your daddy. my uncle my dad yeah. when I tell y'all he has followed this man from high school Yes, okay. He has, okay. he has bought every jersey this man team has been on. Every shoe, <laughs> yes. every yes. sock, every yes. everything. He know the real. That's so, why yeah. I, I could talk to him about all of these. <laughs> so let's not make that blanket statement because we I do have some a blanket statements that love I so but All our uncles are like that. Borderline. That's true. Well, my I dad ain't. Let's tell you. No, my dad our is, daddy is a hates her. He is a hater. <laughs> he is a LeBron hates her. My dad is a MJ. That's it. Anybody else after me, that, don't even matter. He will matter. call me just to tell me LeBron going to lose. <laughs> yes. Like, he will call me and talk to me for three seconds to say LeBron not going to win. Dang, dang. But I will have to say, in my opinion, if you think about a total athlete person, human, who is greater than LeBron? No scandal okay, that we know of. We're not doing this. We're have not been talking. This. Think about it. We just need a, a separate school. segment just to talk. We were talking about, but I have to talk about the 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 headlines and his ability Maybe. to control the narrative. Because think about it, this man just got swept. Let's think about it. He did. He did just get swept. The man just got swept, but he is such a public relations champion and expert <laughs> that he decides to allude to retiring. In order to forget the sweet, and now we're talking about is he gonna retire? And speaking of, let's 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 kind of edge on as we're talking about retiring. We gotta Mm -hmm. give some props to another player Mm -hmm. who just announced his retirement. Mello, Mr. Mello, Mr. Mello. I'll be real with y'all. Okay, I'm saying you know, yes, he was an amazing player. Mm -hmm. Did we? Did we? Even, I mean, yeah, no. Did we even think like were we like? Oh, he retired. Like, were we thinking about him before he even? I was not. Okay, he no, was not again. Not to say he's not a great player. Not to say he's not a great player. He's he was amazing. He was on the Lakers bubble team last. Am I am I mistaken? 
Blazer. No, he wasn't even on the bubble team. He was on the bubble team because he didn't win no ring. You're right. Okay, y'all. So it's going downhill. So we're just going to say, Mello, Mello, we're going to give you your flowers. Kudos to what you've done for the game. And we're going to keep shifting on that note. But I will say he had the hood popping with that Denver Nuggets jersey. You've seen him everywhere. (laughs) Come on. And he was was pretty good when he was on the Knicks. I, I remember... He was one of the first basketball stars, stars that I knew. Okay, shout out to Lala. Right, MTV Lala. Cribs. That's why I'm like, oh, Lala. I will never forget their Lala, MTV Lala. cribs in Denver. Oh, that Jesus. was a, yes. that was an iconic episode. Have to have to say that. Okay, all right. But, well, kudos to Mr. Mello. I think it's time for us to transition from the sports segment to real life that really will affect you. Oh, okay. Oh, yes. And let's talk about the new presidential nominee. Oh. Do we want to? Did we say we had a hard week, y'all? Like, why are we gonna? Why are we gonna end this week hard? Baby, they done got a band on Florida. You can't. Don't go down there. Like what? When you attack Disney World, I just can't rock with you. Like, how you gonna attack Disney World? Like, because they don't believe in the policies that he wants to put in their state. So you got Florida a wreck, and now you finna try to wreck the United States of America. Yeah. He has officially announced that he will be running in 2024, which seems so close to me. Like that. To think about another election to me is very scary. I ain't even over the first. The other one we just went through. I just got settled in my spirit. Over 2016. Okay. We have PTSD from the last election. I mean, we had riots. We still got got court cases from that last one that's still going on. I don't understand. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it's happening in 2024. It's happening. And oh my god! I don't know, y'all. I I mean, and Biden got the nerve. Here's the thing. I don't know what I'm gonna do because let me tell you something. I don't like nobody. Hello, I, I don't Biden like nobody. Oh, to be doing yeah. anything else and and trying yeah. to go back at this again. Like Biden, yeah. we need you to sit down. What have you done for me lately? Um, His contract is expired, but he got a taste of power and said, "I'm not leaving." Yeah, no, he fallen asleep in the middle of like having like conversations, like. It's time for you yeah. to sit down. But it's, it's my question, Democrats. What are we doing? Can we get somebody else? Get somebody else. Listen, like, the way I know Kamala secretly is like, I hope this man, like, Croker. yeah, he he don't yeah. make it past this term, so I could be like, it's me, y'all. It's me. I'm here. But I'm honestly, I don't think that. the Democrats want her either, and that's the problem too. Oh, I don't. So I actually. I really like Gavin Newsom. He's the I governor of California. I've been watching all of his like, policies. He's, been he's, he's younger. Mm-hmm. You know, like when when did the rule become that the president oh. got to be one foot in a grave? Like, because even like, why, like, why are what, we doing almost that? 80 or set? How old oh, is he? Naked and naked. Yeah. They both old. Everybody, Him and Biden right. both can be throwing shots on age because y'all neck and neck. Yeah. Both, both of y'all. Both of y'all. Okay. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. That was Jesus. so ignorant. I mean, that's stuck though. It's stuck. <laughs> the man is a marketing genius. I remember Sleepy everything Joe. this man has said. Uh, little Marco. Little Marco. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we can laugh about this today, y'all. Because I was not so laughing. I was not laughing. I was it not was laughing a couple of years ago. I was so mad. Boy, boy, boy. And I was so mad I had to go vote for this old man. I mean, let's yeah. talk about it. DeSantis is trying to get rid of all of the black organizations. In well, he Florida. already did. Oh, he God. Did. So they're no longer state funded. And I need to do my research on all of the Divine Nine and how they're going to handle this among public universities Jesus. in the state of Florida because now they get 
we already as a divine nine don't get much resources from the school mm-hmm. and that's why we have to charge to come to our events and that's why mm-hmm. those things have to happen so i'm even more interested to see like like how this is going to affect the little amount of money we receive from our schools like yeah. how is this gonna i i just yeah i don't see the purpose because it's like we don't say only black people can join our org yeah we don't Say, right. Like we have many organizations that have many different races within mm-hmm. the divine eye. And Agreed. I just don't understand his thought of we shouldn't have organizations directed towards a certain race when it's like historically. Girl, all, let's talk about it. His goal is the same as Trump. This is why he's yeah. dangerous. Okay. He so he's is definitely doing he's doing he's dangerous because he is Trump, but actually with a political background. I agree. That's what makes him yes. dangerous. He, yes. he actually knows not all talk how to get this stuff in. And I'm so done. it's like where Trump could just say these things and not know like the process to get it in. Here this yeah. man is that's like, doing oh, it. I said it, and them. I already got the bills wrote, and I got the power to get it passed, and right? It so it's it's insane. Like, oh, my God. But we're going we to keep moving. Know. We got plenty to talk about besides the politics. Well, I just feel like that just took a turn for the worse for me. I need to get back upbeat and uplifted. Well, you know what? <laughs> the way to do it is to realize everything is a reality show now. We had a reality show star no. as a president. Oh, so why you know what I'm saying? Think about that guy. <laughs> we had a reality show star as the president of our nation. You're fired. You fired. You're fired. Okay. Um. So we're moving on to some controversial, but yet normal topics in the state of the world in reality TV, and we're gonna start with my city of Atlanta, and we're gonna start with Real Housewives oh, of Atlanta. It. Let's Y'all know we've been go. watching, we've been listening to Carlos King's podcast. Yes. So I'm, I'm we love eager. You, uh-huh. We love you, Carlos. Listen, you want to have us on? We can definitely get do some recaps with you because we love Mary St. Louis. Let's get it going. Oh Lord, Child, I don't we, know if you want that. Girl. We don't need her. Is <laughs> no love or marriage or nothing in St. Louis. Is if I, I wish I would see. Okay, don't block the blessings, Jasmine. No, no, okay, don't block the blessings. Let's, let's get into Atlanta, though. Let's get so many. It's your, it's your city. I'm going to let you kick this one off. Well, yeah, we're going to start with these peaches that we got here. I won't say they're the juiciest peaches anymore of the land. Bye, we kind of have the leftovers. Bye, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. This season is giving leftovers. Okay. Are you guys even enjoying yeah. this season? Like, honestly, like, we are like three no. episodes in. I feel no. like it's so, it's so boring. Can I be but honest? You know it started mm-hmm. off promising to me a little bit, but I feel like the focus on another reality yes. star from another show. That's it. Me, That's it. It's not adding up. Let's talk it's about not. it. Atlanta used to be the most iconic Real Housewives show. I mean, the, the casting from mm-hmm. five and six, seasons yeah. five and six. I mean, Heidi the Nene leaks, mm-hmm. the Porsches, like yeah. we were seeing some serious real life. And I'm gonna give Candy her props in one perspective. Yeah. Candy was instrumental in the earlier seasons with all yes, the craziness that, between her mama, her family. Mm-hmm. She was given everything. Now, weddings, babies. Here's the hard part. Deaths of ex partners. That was rough. We are now fast forward to where Candy's happy, and so we we yeah. like sis to be happy, but there's no drama there, right? Um, it's no more drama. drama. And we love that for I'm you. I'm not spending time with my husband yeah. drama. We've seen that a million it's times. It's time. 
it's time for Candy to exit. And maybe they, if they want to do a spinoff, make it just about all of their family businesses versus just like the one. Yeah, let's um, be real. They tried to do a Vanderpump Rules situation. It didn't work. Um, just make it about that one restaurant. Though. Think about it. If you are Candy, you the highest paid housewife. It is alleged that she's making $3 million per season. You giving up that check? Bravo, crazy for giving it to her. He's the longest running housewife. I just, but here's the thing: Candy don't with the biggest name. Think about it. She's not a key player. She's not a force multiplier, as Carlos says. She is not not the force multiplier. If anything, it would be Kenya. And I hate to say Mm -hmm. this because I have a love hate relationship with Kenya. Um, Kenya, I feel like has gotten away with not really the same thing we say about Giselle. She don't really give us her real life. I was done with Kenya when she, she got, got married, married off, off the show <laughs> to a man Mama that she barely knew, right? And then got the nerve to come back and say the marriage is horrible and all this stuff going on as a part of your storyline. Sis, I'm not bought in because I don't even know this man. Who yeah. is this man? That's very true because now when they talk about him, I'll be like, girl, we, haven't even, we don't know that man. I don't know right. what you're talking about. I mean, that's your big. Right. I mean, you over here crying, and I believe you feel a real emotion about your situation, but we can't connect because we don't know enough about this man. You didn't let us in. Uh, clearly, y'all were dating while you were filming the show. And I can hear, oh, he didn't want to be on the show, yada, yada, yada. Girl, bye. Then that, to me, if you are that much of a reality TV Whoa. star, and this is just me personally, if you date a man who don't want to be on reality TV, that should be a deal breaker for you. That is but your livelihood. Yes. So you also, cannot uh-huh. afford to date someone. Though, y'all y'all got to think about it. How desperate. Every season since Kenya's first season, the storyline has been about her not being able to keep a man. True. Think about Walton. her renting a man, her paying a man to date her, her, all of these sorts. So I feel like the one man that gave her some sort of, I want to be with you, she hopped on it. And said, yeah. forget my show. I actually want to be married. I but Mandy, can I stop you for a minute? Because the math ain't math that. So let me let me just stop for a minute. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to say this, and I say this in all kindness. Yes, this man want to be with you, but not really. Because here's the thing. You knew this man lived in New York. You True. knew he all of his businesses mm-hmm. are restaurants York. in mm-hmm. New York. You live in Atlanta. What did you think was going to come from a, not even a relationship, but a marriage with this man? You know, that man was not moving to no Atlanta. So unless you were willing to relocate, this was going to be a hot mess from day one. It was giving desperate. It was giving, I know I want to, I know I want a kid. This is my opportunity. Right. I don't like how you're demonizing this man for doing the things that you knew he was going to do, which was, he was not going to want to move. Yeah, all of his life, his business is in New York, Kenya. And now he want her money. He want her to pay him alimony. Maybe that man wants that house. <laughs> he said, see, he, he wasn't consulting. He, he wasn't doing. See, yeah. you wasn't doing what you need. To, you need to recognize who you are, and I feel like yeah. that's the problem with Kenya. Kenya, I mean, dates back to she has a lot of accomplishments under her belt. We're not gonna not sit here and say even before night. Real Housewives, Kenya was that girl. Okay, yeah, she gives off. I haven't found a good relationship, so I'm going to take anything. And it's so bizarre to me because the girl is gorgeous. She has all this behind her. Type of women. Think about the strongest women you know that's been a public in the public eye. And think about the men that they have around them. I just... It's, I just, it's never been... It's, ne- it's something about... 
I don't know what it is. And maybe she about. still ain't got a man on this season. So what? So how did this solve yo? How did this solve anything for you? Let me tell you about the tea in Atlanta. Let me tell you. Let me Jesus. give you some Atlanta tea. Okay. She's dating a, another restaurateur. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Y'all, I'm done. I want to walk he's away. A, no, listen. He's a Persian man. I still want to walk away. Listen, listen, <laughs> in Atlanta, I don't know if everybody knows, but majority of our restaurants are Mediterranean or mm-hmm. Persian inspired. It's a lot of Persian and Mediterranean people and African people in Atlanta. So he owns a couple restaurants here and he owns a chain called Kill Me Crazy, which is like a, yeah, he owns Kill Me Crazy. Is this alleged or is this like? No, this is real tea. Like real this tea. Our girl okay. Tabitha Brown. Is that kill me mm-hmm. crazy? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's very good. I've had their smoothies and juices. It's really good. And he has a couple other restaurants. And he has he has one in um Turks and Caicos. So you know, Candy just went to Turks for her birthday, and that was the restaurant that they were at for Come on, Candy's tea. celebration. Come on. So I mean, Kenya has a, and he's in Atlanta. He lives in Atlanta. Okay, ears to the streets. Okay, um, and Magneta, right. Magneta introduced them because you know her oh, husband is of a different yeah, race. Yes. So I'm happy Magneta for Magneta because the way I just yeah. really dislike Neo at this point them. is just beyond. But that's Ooh. another conversation for a whole nother day. Neo on another day, yeah, that's another day conversation. But okay, so let's get back to it. So Kenya, we're bored. Next, let's go to yes. the next one. Drew was the only one that I'm actually watching for this season, and here's I why. Like no, her. but let's talk no. about it. Like she's like the only one that brother. has real tea, y'all. Like she everybody really else, don't have nothing right now. But y'all. she's also lying to us, right? I'm yes. not gonna lie. She's lying to us. So I know, the, but I what I'm saying is, we know that the they're season. going to get a divorce, but so we just gonna show that. Think about that, and I and I've been listening to a bunch of different people talk about this, and I agree. I think that because. Her first two seasons on the show was so heavy on her marriage. Like, it was her only storyline was her bad marriage. I think her and Rav came into this season and said, no matter what, we're going to act like it's good. And then when filming but, went down, they did not expect cameras to come back and say, no, you finna film this divorce. But that's I, why I want to well, watch. And, I think, and here's the thing. I they're not going like, to show the demise, I don't think. But that's, that's okay. I want to get to even like, kind of like how they did Vanderpump Rules, right? Where like, we oh, didn't know this extramarital it. affair thing Vanderpump, was happening Vanderpump. in the background. But like how they caught us up and still mm-hmm. made it relevant. I hope that I Bravo that. does the same thing with this scenario, right? I don't think they will because they would have did that episode one. I think it's going to be a situation like how Portia and Cardell ended. How we, mm-hmm. we see, we didn't see the demise, mm-hmm. but we seen it at the reunion. The after fact. We're going to see mm-hmm. her at the reunion crying and talk about how she didn't know her marriage was yep. on the wreck, but although we all knew from the first <laughs> she came out and said that he was cheating. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So we're going to know. Listen, okay. y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So in, in so many words, Atlanta is so far a snooze fest. I really, okay, let me not say hate. Martell is getting too much light for, oh, for him. Here's my issue that I'm having. And I'm, I'm Melanie has her faults, right? We all yeah. will also watch Love and Marriage Love Huntsville. Marriage we are Huntsville. fans of the show. Okay. My issue is why is the cheater getting more publicity <laughs> and more name and notoriety <laughs> than the person who was harmed in the entire situation? You want to know why? It's because, it. it's because he's dealing with Sheree. Yeah. Sheree falls in the yep. same 
boat as yep, key. I, it is yep. what it is. Broken women, they can't choose a good man. Yeah, this girl has said it's a it's a scam that Todd set up to come to us with it. Because there ain't no way that this girl is with this Martell. Like, girl, you let's talk about it. No, I was listening to the no podcast. Chemistry. There's no chemistry there, y'all. No, no. I'm gonna go off of Mr. Carlos King. Did y'all not realize that? She stayed in a hotel. When she went to Huntsville, she came to Martell House the next morning, fully dressed, like, hey, how are you? Good morning. Okay. I'm just going to go off of Carlos King. He was on two T's and a pod. And you know what? Our girls had the same questions. You know, they they don't play no games. Huh? He won't love and marriage Huntsville to get I know. But listen what he said. He was like, he was definitely not the friend that introduced them. He found out from a mutual friend. And then he didn't really believe it because he was like, how would them two even... Like, yeah. makes no sense. He said it, he didn't realize it was real until he was talking to Martel one day on the phone when he was driving. And mm-hmm. he was like, someone else wants to say hi to you. Mm-hmm. And it was Sheree. And he about, like, had to pull over because he was just, like, in shock, like, what? Um, but he was saying, like, he really do believe, like, people need to get out of their feelings. He knows this is not a situation where they're going to end up married. Yeah. Both of them, when you date at their age, it's not like mm-hmm. we are exclusive. I it's not it. like you, my boyfriend, you, mm-hmm. my girlfriend, you can't talk to nobody else. They are clearly dating other people. And so it's not about, like, I think they're just having fun. Like, she just got out of a serious relationship that really was Did embarrassing. She? That was embarrassing. Let's let's say I'm it was like, embarrassing. <laughs> and then you got Martell that that still I'm like having issues, you know, co-parenting with Melanie. We still think, and I still believe, he loves that girl. He still is in love it's with Melanie, dirty which is why he cannot seem to just let the situation die and them co-parent. Mm-hmm. He That's my theory. His girlfriend. Right. He said, "My girl, my exactly. guest, exactly. my date, um, everything, but this my woman." This, there's some red flags in his antics on how he treat women in general. And I'm just disappointed that Sheree is in even into, yes, he's very nice package, right? He's a very nice package, but you know, he is definitely showing her right now, the representative. In her yeah. mind, she's like, I don't understand all these bad he things that everybody's saying about yeah. When I sing him, he's a great father. She, he treats she me said so about wonderful. all these men. Yeah, she said about Bob, she <laughs> said about Tyrone. Yeah, girl. Everybody don't treat but, a bad as they treat a bad. Tyrone's a scammer, but he don't scam me. Girl, he don't supposed to. But then it was all, always also mentioned that this is probably the finest dude that she's ever had. Right. And I'm going to say, because Bob was a mess. Mm-hmm. The and dude Tyrone, in jail, Tyrone I don't even know how she even, Tyrone, he had, how did he, he even had a, pull he her? Had a little, he had a little rust on him. Right. But bit. nobody talks about, right. okay, with Sheree, though, I know she has an older daughter. I know the two younger kids are by Bob, but she yes. got another baby daddy in there somewhere with her oldest daughter, so we don't know what he okay. looked like. Well, you better spill that tea, Mandy. All I'm saying is this season, I feel like it's like Potomac for me. I'm disappointed. Yeah. I feel like Potomac mm-hmm. was my favorite because okay. it felt like real stories. We had that Ashley Darby and her situation yeah. that was crazy. You know, you got to see Giselle and y'all know how we are with Chuch. So her 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 crazy yeah. uh, situation yeah. with her baby daddy, Karen is Karen. And, you know, it was so enjoyable because it felt real. Same Reality thing with TV's this not situation. Real no it's not it's real. so scripted. And yeah. then Marlo going off the cuff, and it just didn't even make sense at the end. Yeah. I'm like, what am I watching? Like, <sighs> what happened? Opinion, I love me some Marlo. One thing about her, she's going to be dressed to the nines. Mar- she's okay. going to look. You like all the villains. Like, just, right? I do. What are you talking about? <laughs> I do. But I will say, this is some tea. 
I have seen Marlo out, and she's exactly how she is. I believe you wholeheartedly. In real life. Nothing about her I, I seems fake to me. Nothing show. about her. Nothing, nothing fake. Nothing. Very authentic. Nothing fake. Not very authentic. Oh, she live in real life. I, I believe all oh, of Oh, that's, yeah, that's her real attitude. Yeah. Real yes. life, honey. Um, and I, she's always fabulous. I love her. I like her storyline of her trying to raise her nephews. I think it's really humbling. She should I be a friend of. I think she's perfect Yeah, she doesn't a need a peach, of. though. It's she like don't need a peach. She was great as a friend of. Yeah. She was the best friend of. She was the longest standing friend of. But do y'all and think this? I'm going to put something in it. I feel like what? she's out of place without Nini. Yeah. And I'm used yes. to yes. seeing that yes. relationship. Yes. Marlo is shady. And then when you add Nini into yes. the antics, it just made it made it make sense. Because also Nini leaned on the fact that whatever Nini didn't want to say or Marlo didn't want to be Yes, Hello. she yes. needs a Batman to her Robin at the end of the she day. She really does. Yes. Sheree is not it's, it. It's not. It's not. And Sheree, Sheree only gets activated. I feel like now she's more careful. Against Candy. Um, <laughs> yeah, her. she's more careful with her activated. Candy makes too much money now to be like, look, yeah. I can't but go no, down Candy that low with y'all no more. No, she going low this season. But it's not Talk making Mandy. Like, how you gonna let this girl who you don't even know Get you that riled up. I think, like, I think what? it's the. I would have been like, girl, bye. And then walked off. Like, what? But you know what? It's the thing of the friend of. I think that Bravo needs to really sit down with all these production companies and they need to come. They, have, they need to have a come to Jesus moment and say, friend of should not be biased. A friend of now is just somebody else's henchman. Yeah. That's yep. literally what a friend of is now. It's. Oh, I'm Sheree's friend. Everybody, Sheree, hey, I'm coming on. I'm going crazy on. Like last season with the Fatum girl and Drew. Oh, I heard your husband's gay. Like, that was who your first you? scene. Like, right. what are we talking about? Yeah. Like, it's like they're coming on the, trying to make a splash. But it's like, girl, girls. I just need you to stand back and say your name is such and such. Yeah. And chill for a minute. Get to know like, them what first. what happened to somebody like Tanya? Yes. I'm just going to show you the beautiful life in Atlanta. And I don't have to be on the screen every yes. day. She was great. I don't have to. I'm just going to give you opulence. But I'm going to give you. friend now, what's her name? Start with an M. Uh, Mayetta's kind of like that though. Mayetta, her first mm-hmm. she got a and they, but they dogged her out. You don't have a peach. friend up. Don't have a peach. They, oh, she she don't have a friend friend up. they dogged her out first season because she was not riled enough. And it's like, what are y'all? This girl is her first season yep. just getting and now out. She's everybody. trying to get riled getting, and it's not giving organic. And it's not organic. Like it's it. not her that personality. Thing, oh, Marlo, yeah, I have a. It, it, yeah, because it, it's just. We it's like now was a good friend up. A, I was Shamia. just the perfect friend Shamia. because of. she started off as Portia friend, but then she ended up being Candy she friend. Candy friend in yeah. real life. So I thought yep. it was good. I thought life. she yeah. they she was on the birthday trip recently. Yeah, I thought she was a great friend of Shamia. Was yeah, a good she wasn't biased because mm-hmm. even when she was Portia friend, she was going in on Phaedra. Phaedra deserved it, but we ain't gonna get into that. It's like we missed. <laughs> but do you know who I also of. love that was a good friend of cool. Cynthia's sister? Oh no! I did. I liked her sister. I, I, I like her. Let me tell you why. Let me tell you why I feel like her sister. Hold on. Let's do that. It was iconic. Let me say this. It was iconic. When I think of Cynthia. Well, if you do that to me, don't play with me. But see, I like your boyfriend, though, so we're going to be all right. Okay. I'm going to be giving y'all, like, all kind of gifts and stuff because I okay. like him. So it's okay. good. But no, I will say. The shadiness between between her and then even like Mama Joyce, those are good friend ofs. Okay, not the Mama, like Mama Joyce. 
Because I Wanda love Mama Mary. Joyce. Let me tell Wanda. you, Mama Joyce is who I would want to be around out of this whole cast because I know I'm going to be Marla. cackling the whole time. She was going to fight Carmen. Uh, she didn't try to fight you. That's why she funny. And that's why whose mama is willing to be like, and I don't even Wanda. Wanda. And that's why I like Wanda. And that's oh why my I like God. Wanda. Okay, we're moving on. I do. We okay, are moving, moving on. on. TBD on Rehab Real Housewives. We'll keep recapping because it's not enough this season yet to talk about more than just the characters. So hopefully it'll get better. Moving on. We're going to keep going with the Bravo universe and talk about the scandal of it all, of Scandal. Let me hold my seat. Let me hold my seat. And Lewis, we're on a map again. Yes, but we this are. time right. it's for cheater. We ain't want that man. We don't claim <laughs> him, sis. Yes, we do. We don't we claim, claim we Andy. Don't, you know, we claim Andy. We claim Andy that- Cohen. And oh, another fun fact for our listeners: the man, the myth, the legend, the the genius behind all of the shows that we watch. Andy Cohen is a St. Louis native. Yes, his parents still right. currently reside in Webster Groves, USA. Come on, Andy. Why are you putting names? <laughs> That's the birds. God dang. He talks about it on the show. He does. He does. He does. I love he it. Does. So let's get into the scandal. Let's go straight to the reunion. I don't think, I think if you, unless you're Ooh, under yes. a rock, you don't need to know. You know, even CNN is in the view and everybody's talking. This is on the view, guys. Okay. Yes. So just recapping for very quickly. If you ever watch Vanderpump Rules, you know that this is a show of nothing but cheaters cheating. Cheaters cheating, cheating, cheating. Right? But what makes this one so horrible is Ariana and Tom Sandoval have been together for nine years. Nine years together. And then in walks this little cute little beauty queen who Ariana befriends and they become besties and best friends. Lo and behold, she is messing with Ariana's man behind her back. Mm. And I just, the audacity for me, mm-hmm. and then two, the fact that they're unapologetic behind it is mm-hmm. why the whole, like all of the, at least the US is mm-hmm. talking about this situation because yes, people we see people cheat on each other on these reality shows, but what makes it horrible it's who it was with. Yeah. Let's dive into this yes. reunion, y'all. What y'all think? And four million people have watched this reunion. Just so you know, the numbers oh, came. I'm out. gonna be real. I'm gonna be real with y'all. I'm not one of them. I have not seen nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to catch yes. up. I don't know what you guys talking about. <laughs> I will say. I will say, and also just so you know, to the viewers out there, if you have Peacock, they are posting the uncensored version of the reunion on there. And it's amazing because that's, that's the one that I watch. We need yeah. to get some endorsements happening here. Maybe oh, giving the yeah. real tea on where to get I have to look. give you the tea. But okay. I will say, the one thing from the jump that's kind of got me a little like, eh, is it really a big deal? Is the fact that, like Marla mentioned, everybody on this show yes. has cheated. Multiple Except for Katie. Katie's the only Except one. Except for Katie. Yep. Except for Katie. Sheena Shea was a mistress involved in a marriage between two people where they had two kids. Let's talk about it. Okay. Andy. Lala Randall was married. Let's talk about the yeah. fact that Lala cheated with James. Yes. Let's talk about like there's so much to this that made me feel like it is. It's all hypocritical and their excuse is that, oh, that's when we were in our twenties. 
Baby, what does that you your twenties was just last year? So like, like I don't, I'm, I'm in my twenties. If I cheat on my man, I'm, that's a forgiven next year. Like that makes no sense the to di- me. The difficult piece of it is that it went on so. I agree. Long. I agree. That is the difficult piece. Is that when Tom originally started talking about this? Well, first of all, when it came out, he didn't even apologize to. Ariana. He apologized to the. He apologized to everybody uh-huh. else, and then when he issued, well, both of them issued their apologies. It was like, first of all, why are you issuing an apology? Because you ain't sorry. Yeah. You're not sorry. Y'all was okay with this, yeah. like because you wouldn't be sneaking around for eight, right. months. eight months. Wait, eight, eight months. Yes, eight, eight months. months. While the show was eight filming. Months. Yes. So Jasmine, like they was this is your best friend. She's up. over yeah. here asking you questions about your relationship, like how your y'all sick doing, life. all these personal questions for her to only be messing with your man behind your whole time. The whole time. Whole time. The fact that this girl is still alive is a, is a <laughs> Because it's anybody like, else the difference between black folk yeah, and white man, folk. If this was her. some love and hip hop stuff. Oh, oh, let's need. not take it there, baby. <laughs> Mona, Mona would ate this up. <laughs> Mona would have been a Mona would have put this on, baby. <laughs> Like, Mona would be like, we're going to film this right so now with her getting Madam, in the car. I'm going to tell her. I'm going to tell her before we I'm even get her there. Right yes, now. Before we get there, I'm going to tell <laughs> Nobody's her. Nobody's going to know I told her. Nobody's going to know I told her, like, but me. So yeah. we're going to tell her, and then we're going to We love you, Mona. Shout table. out to Mona. We're going to put a table, six pieces of glass, and we're going to let it go. Let's see. And we just going to let it go. let it go. And I just don't. And, and, and the only thing that gives me pause, I'm not going to lie, is, you know, the saying, you lose them how you get them. That's and true. This girl, Ariana, came on this show as the mistress. But Kristen was, can we just say, Kristen was but a little That touched. wasn't her best friend. That wasn't her whatever. But she you was a little touched, though. Show. So we didn't believe her, Mandy. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I was for Tom. I'm sad. I That's thought sad. Tom was a stand-up That's guy. Sad, Marla. And that is Kristen, Wait, was is, just is Kristen the girl that we was crazy. talking about who said that he was he was cheating on her, but she was cheating on him actually, and all that. Yes. Yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. They were both cheating on each other. So, but this is my thing. Even though they were With both his cheating best on friend. each other, and even her best though, boyfriend. Yeah, and it's all a incestual cycle because. Kristen was cheating on him with James, who was engaged to Raquel, who he cheated with uh, now. This time I need a chart. I need a chart. Yeah, need okay, a chart. Jasmine, you're right. Because literally, I was talking to a coworker yesterday, and she was like, I'm trying to understand. So it's we so pulled hard. up the cast pictures. Yeah, it's like, hard. Let me, so we had to make a chart. <laughs> was yeah. with this one. But that's Vanderpump yeah. rules. But to your point, to me, to Shay's point, what makes this so bad for me is the person. What I makes agree. this so bad is Ariana was sticking up for this girl. The whole, she was literally her a homewrecker like, no, she's one she of my closest friends. She would never do something mm-hmm. like that. They to told me. her, like, yeah. Well, so Lala hinted. She kind of, but not it. at the. This is the. This is the real scandal. The scandal is they were saying that this girl was hooking up with his best friend another time. The uh, the other time. So they were all all the her time, and yes. it was her Ooh, time. Oh Jesus. Yes. Yeah, well, but in fairness, though, <laughs> yes. Raquel is just a pass around she is girl. A pass around so girl. yes, this season, just this season alone. So first, she was engaged mm-hmm. to James, so she got you know they broke up. But in this season, she one season kissed Tom. Sent, no, Tom Schwartz. Mm-hmm. She made Peter. out with uh, Oliver uh, Garcelle's son and Peter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all while hooking up with, while with Tom Sandoval. That's four dudes. That's the whole cast. Yeah. <laughs> 
She said, I'm going to be on this show. She but said, you know I'm going to make this thick. Think about this, though. I read this theory. I read this theory, and I'm starting to believe it. When Raquel announced at last season's reunion that she's breaking off this engagement with James, the word on the street is that her and Sandoval was already messing around mm, at that time, yes. and that's why she broke off that engagement. But Jasmine, and he was supposed mm-hmm. to leave Ariana and never did. But let's talk about it. Hold yeah. on. What makes it even worse, and I'm with James. If I was James, I would take Sandoval out. You helped me propose to this girl. Yeah. And you, pay for it. You pay paid for it. to help me propose to this girl. Me and mm-hmm. you was that tight. And then you're going to do this? And you don't mm-hmm. think you owe me an apology or owe me anything? But let's do a Turn side note there. James' new girlfriend, you're a, you're an idiot. She is. No, she want to be on the show, Mandy. Oh, yeah. This is about I her agree. being on the show. Because she don't care about him. sitting here a whole season letting this man talk about his ex every single scene you in. Every yeah. single scene. Yeah. You're at a wedding and this man said, like, it's just, it, it, it's a lot of incestuous stuff that I just can't get with. I don't feel bad for nobody. At first I did. Now I don't. You were the side <laughs> chick. Now you just got, but at the end of the day, she's winning. She's getting all these, all this money. Yeah, all Ariana getting endorsements. You Let me tell you. You at the White House Correspondence Dinner. We like, are rewarding up. bad behavior and that's what reality she is. Did release. You reward bad behavior. She is up. You know, okay. Up. Get your uh, money. On a side note, though, get your money. Can we talk about her dress? That that, that was a revenge dress. dress. Is that the red one? Okay, yes. I've seen that. Body. I've seen that Body online. Was, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was a good one. Now she's I looking mean, good. Now even the black dress on Watch What Happens Live, I was like, she did look good. You she's better. trying to show the world. She's trying to show the world. I'm doing great. I'm going to make it. She got a new dress. She's fine. So we're gonna move on. Recap. Again, for the, the next couple It's of just too much because there's going to be yeah. two more, two born parts to this. But we're going to move on to another incestuous situation on oh, Bravo. Yeah. Oh, Lord. With the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I just, we are a family podcast, right? Yeah, so we have to break so this one down. Really, like, I have am to. just so disheartened. And I think we all need to say what team we on, right? Are we team, team Melissa or are we team uh I am team Teresa. kick them both off the show. I'm so sick of them. Jesus. I'm sorry, y'all. How long have we okay. been going through this? I agree. It's just kick, every, it's kick everybody years. off. This is what we gonna we just gonna kick ten all years. y'all off. And we just gonna see how y'all we wanna try to fix y'all family. Kick them all off. If y'all are really concerned about them being oh, family. Them get Ayala on the screen. Or get them up, give them a pause. Get Ayala on, the, on the episode. Yeah, get okay. put Ayala in the middle of them. <laughs> well, again, I was listening to you know Carlos's podcast, and he's Team he Teresa. He's biased, girl. So Team he's Teresa, biased. and it's so beyond me because it's I not, just think about it, Marla. You got to think about the facts. You don't. Your people only think about Carlos being a producer on Atlanta. He was Teresa's producer for season one, two, and three on Jersey. Yep. A part of my problem that I have with everybody who is Team Teresa. Like, y'all they see this logic. woman take no accountability. Mm-hmm. This girl has tried to drag this, <laughs> drag her sister-in-law in the mm-hmm. mud for the last 10 years. And yeah. even then, Melissa is like, but I still want to be cool I, with you. And my I still want to make this work my because man. my man yeah. is missing his family. So I'm going to take the high road, even though mm-hmm. you called me a stripper. Even yep. though you talked bad about, you know, all my these daughter. things. I mean, all mm-hmm. the different things that Teresa has done to her. It is like, but when Teresa tells the story, it's look at what they've done to me for the last yeah. couple. What have they done? Well, this is to the question. Me? But here's the what question, and this ties into family dynamics. This is a perfect 
segue into family dynamics. Do you think the wife of a sibling has that much control over their significant other to cause a true divide in a brother-sister relationship? Because to me, to me, I understand the side, like the kind of the basis that Teresa has of like, if she wasn't putting these things in my brother's head, then this. But I haven't personally had that situation happen. I mean, I'm very close with my brother-in-law, so I can't relate. But if there was a situation to where I felt like, let's say, Marla, me and you, we're, we're at odds. Can't because... even imagine it, Mandy. Can't even imagine it. I can't. It. Go I ahead. can't. Go ahead. But I can't imagine. But if you, you see what I'm saying? Or like, if my boyfriend was telling me stuff like, she's jealous of you. You don't need to be. She every time you around, she says this is this and that. Like, do you think that somebody has that much power? Can I be honest with you? And this is what helps me in this situation. When mm-hmm. have you ever seen Joe Gorka not say his opinion on anything? You're right. When have you mm-hmm. ever seen his personality to be someone who just sit back in a room and let anybody tell him anything and he I just don't feel. believe it? You're right. You got to deal with the person. Joe yeah. Gorka is a very strong male. He has mm-hmm. been that since the beginning of the show. Yeah. So it is very hard. So where for people me. have called him a male chauvinist and say he has yes. controlled Melissa. Yes. If anything, yes. I feel like he tells her what she can and can't do before exactly. we go back to Melissa being the ringleader to tell him what he can't do. Exactly. Like, Let's talk about it. You know, we've seen them in some of my favorite seasons is like her trying to be a businesswoman mm-hmm. or her trying to, you know, even though she can't sing, start a music career and like mm-hmm. him, like getting in it Come and like on. being like, you so who's going to cook home. my dinner and who's take Mm -hmm. care of these kids like i see more of that in their relationship than i see oh joe don't be friends with no i've seen melissa bite her tongue with things that Teresa has done and said to her in a way that it could not be me i agree because Mm -hmm. the way that i like if you're going to disrespect me on a consistent basis and i'm happy that she's finally speaking up for herself and that she's finally like I'm sick of this. I'm, we've been doing this for 10 years. And even me being quiet is not helping this situation. But now Bravo got something on their hands. Because what y'all think, what's y'all predictions? Melissa or Can I Teresa? tell you, and I agree with um, Carlos. Who was he talking? He was talking to someone on his podcast. Dave Quinn, I think. Yes, and I'm with read. them. I think it's time for Teresa to exit stage right. Get her own show. Give her her own show. And mm-hmm. let her be happy with her, with her tricky daughters. man, her real mm-hmm. tricky man. Her daughters want to be on TV. Let's yep. see that family dynamic of you guys being a blended family. Yeah. She, you know, she has businesses. She's a cook. There's some yeah. things that they can do within this segment. By themselves. And yeah. then Melissa is perfect to stay on Jersey. Because she ha- she's friends with the cast. She's Think about it. Friends Who is Teresa with friends with besides cast? Jennifer? Nobody. And I can't, and I, I can't I, take Dolores. I think they just peg Teresa as this amazing housewife she's really not that great I think they peg her that because of longevity I think that's the problem with housewife discourse is oh Teresa's been there since season one so she needs to stay and it's like no people get stale people get old the only housewife that I feel like is integral to their show and has been on that show since season one is Kyle Richards and Beverly Hills. Can't facts. do that show without her. Facts. Uh, Only facts. housewife. 100% facts. But going back to your comment, Mandy, about like, you know, <laughs> sorry, y'all just heard my daughter just kind of scream it's out right. really loud. It's all right. Um, it's all right. <laughs> we have family, family ties. Family, family ties, ties, y'all. Baby just right. went a little nuts. But, um, <laughs> 
going back to your comment about longevity, what I am going to say about Teresa, even though I am not a Teresa fan, she's given she it all. truly has given her real life, right? All of we it. have seen mm-hmm. my favorite Teresa was her being a dance mom, oh her putting God. up her Early kids, Teresa, making it all about her daughters. Like she mm-hmm. truly was a housewife at the beginning of this. Uh, Even know, Rihanna franchise. said she want to be a mama like Teresa. Teresa That's was an amazing mother. You cannot yeah. take that from Teresa. Like she's a great yeah. mom. Then going into her turmoil, you know, with Ooh. her husband, we literally get to see them get indicted. She was the first housewife with legal issues, yeah, you know, and, and it actually ended up in jail time. We got to see in real life, like her family be torn apart. And, and she like, was that integral. They actually go to jail. She in jail. They literally stopped the whole show. Because While what was the show going to be without her at that point? To Carlos' point, but that's she was of course multiplier at that point. point. Everybody so was if, connected to her. If they get that thin, how can they go on without her? That's what people are saying. Because but here's I mean, why: since that season, it's no longer about Teresa's friends. To your point, true. she really doesn't no, have anybody not. else on the show. At that time, it was about her family. Remember, had her cousins on there. We had I miss the, the you know the Manzos. <laughs> And it I was, miss Rosie. I love me some Rosie. Bring back Rosie. Love me Rosie. Girl. Okay, what? bring her back, right? Rosie and, her and that for me is why I did. I I fell out of love with Teresa. If yeah. you can do all of your family, I'm like gonna this, cut the cancer out. All of your family. Anybody right who disagrees with you is an enemy. Mm-hmm. Then, like, come on, like. It's, it's beyond her brother for me. Like, we've yeah. seen her actually even cut off Jacqueline. And the only yeah. reason why Jacqueline mm-hmm. is back in her good graces is because she's talking bad about Melissa. And if she wasn't, she wouldn't even be talking to Jacqueline right now because she's still mad at her, right? Yeah. So I think for Teresa, I just don't like, you can't have an opinion outside of Teresa yeah. and be her friend, right? Don't pop her love I, bubble. Don't tell her nothing about her man. Right. Even though her man got, oh, don't get me started. I am looking forward to this reunion. Same. Because I am starting to realize Louis is not the guy that we think he is. Yeah. At first, Him, I was like, "Oh my gosh, he found a man!" Yes. Oh. Sh- the no. fact that he was a fangirl of the show. So again, listening Wait, to the two T's in a pod. Hold on. <laughs> he was a fangirl. He took Tamra. He knew Tamra. He knew Tamra. He knew he Teddy. He knew their storylines on OC. He knew their storylines. Better believe when he met Teresa Judice, he was like, I'm bagging this. He oh, knew what he was on. doing. Oh, hold on. Here's some tea there. So Teresa has even came out in interviews and said the first time he she talked to one of Louis' sisters, the sister was like, oh, my, my brother told me he met you and he was dating you. And I told him he would be set for life. And Teresa was like, Maybe. they're fans oh, of me Maybe. and they've watched the show and they really love me. Teresa loves Fans, she loves fans, and she married, married one. one? Oh, we gonna see how this is about one. to go. We we that gonna. Whole, I'm winning. Look at me. I'm winning. Look at yeah. her. Yeah. So stay tuned for Jersey guys. The reunion is getting ready to come out next week. I cannot wait to dissect this. I heard this is one of the most explosive yeah. reunions of its entire With time. No resolve. Yeah. No resolve. I Bravo right now. From what pause, we understand, is trying to figure out. What is the next steps with this show? We know yeah. that they're done with each other. And I hate this for family, right? Yeah. I hate that. This is actually a somebody's show life, broke right? A family. This yeah. is a family. I hate that the, even the daughters are in it. Like, that's what really breaks my heart is like the Some daughters, of the daughters to their on uncles. one side. On one yeah. side, the daughters are talking. I hate that. I hate it. And so from a family perspective, I think both of them need time out on, on yeah. their time. I uh-huh. think the fame has gotten to everybody's Everybody. head. And they need a break. It's time yeah. to do the show without them. If if it's I up agree. to me, 
Um, <laughs> is, they're, they're not supposed to film until like the holiday season now. So they're on a big, and even Andy got on two T's in a pod and said, because they asked him, plead the fifth. They said, Melissa or Teresa. And he said, we're figuring that out now. Oh, See? wow. See, see, so see, see, and I just, but listen, I'm team Melissa, and I'm not saying she's innocent. I do think she has some sneaky, underhanded things that she has done. But what I will say Mm -hmm. is the level of disrespect and her grace and how she has taken it couldn't be me because we wouldn't be dealing, it wouldn't be 10 seasons of this, it would have been two max, not even that. And (laughs) And I would have been done. I will say, I'm happy to see her come into her own. To me, she kind of reminded me of when Portia was married to Cordell Mm. and then she came her own. I feel like Melissa now, like I'm so happy to see her storyline has progressed where she has her own fans, honey. Mm. She has her own show. Yeah, she fired. I think that's the reason why Teresa don't like her. The girl is gorgeous. Mm -hmm. Okay. He did good. I'm happy to see empowered women become empowered. And I feel Mm -hmm. like that's, if if I took anything away from Melissa's storyline, if she doesn't come back, I'm happy to say that like we saw her become her own woman within a marriage with a super traditional chauvinistic, <laughs> problematic at times man. So kudos to her on that. We're gonna move along into yeah. another marriage topic because oh, we getting have personal. Hey, it's getting personal here, guys. In personal, <laughs> we love and marriage franchise has now announced that they will be showing in June a new installment in the 313, which is Detroit. Close to home, babies. We are getting a love and marriage series in Detroit, which is Carlos King, the creator's hometown. I did not know that was his hometown. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's why That's why he loves he Kenya. Loves, and she's from Detroit. Toya. He loves my girl Toya Bush Harris. Yes. Okay. Okay. Well, of course, the show has not started yet. We are mm-hmm. really looking forward to it because, so funny story, guys. Again, came in the chat. This is happening. I'm not even paying attention to it that mm-hmm. much. I'm just like, oh, okay, it's just another show they're going to make me watch. And then in one of my other chats, uh, one of my friends was like, yo, we are tuning into this because you guys know Russ is on here. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute. Russ is on there? Like, Russ? Like the person we went to school and, you know, hung out with. And so we will be tuning in. I will tell you, Mm -hmm. Russ is a really great friend to me and Darian. We went, we would say sister schools, right? So y'all, I went to school in Iowa and I know Mm -hmm. it sounds crazy because y'all like, ain't no black people in Iowa. There is, there are black people in Mm -hmm. Iowa. Um, We went to the University of Northern Iowa. That's where me and Darian actually met my husband. But Russ came in the same year as us to our sister school in Wartburg. Um, and so it wasn't a lot of black people. So we would all get together yeah, and just kind of hang out. You know, we knew each other. And so it is so cool to see, like, we've been following Russ's career. He is an achiever, okay? Uh, went into higher education. He's doing some amazing things with young black boys. Um, and then this um, and then the storyline is such an let's a talk crazy tie. Let's talk about it, y'all. Let's get into the story. The story. Should I read it from Deadline? Should I pull it up from Deadline? Come on, come on. We're gonna pull this story up from Deadline because this these storylines to me have me more excited for a show in a very 
very, very, very long time. And I will say a part of the reason why I was like, wait, Marlon, this your friend? Is because he wants to be a pastor. Who child? Who child? That is. And his wife is a And PK. his wife oh. is a PK. As you may know, a PK is a pastor's kid. And yeah. there comes with we got a, a few lot. of them. We got we got a few of them on this podcast. That's all <laughs> Yeah, the Harris is. Yeah, <laughs> it's just you two. What you talking about? Wait, technically, I guess it is just <laughs> us two. It's us two, but by association, but by Jackson, association, we all. Well, yeah. I, was, I, I, I consider myself a PGK, a preacher's grandkid. So <laughs> there you go. So, there you go. It's a little more removed. The first fam is first fam. Yeah, and first fam is first fam. That, I, it no doesn't matter. It. it does not. If you are associated with the pastor of that church, you a PK. Let's be honest. You are a PK. Okay, I own you. Russell and Kobe Harris, they are a young couple who have been married three years, and they share a two-year-old daughter. Because he considers himself head of the household, he makes a decision to start attending divinity school before even consulting with his wife. Let's start there. Couldn't be me. Let's start there. Okay. What would you do if your man said, hey, I'm in divinity school. I'm going to be a pastor. I quit my job. Uh, he quit his job. He quit his job in order to go to divinity school. Think about it. That's full time, baby. Is it full time? Yeah. I don't, yeah. Maybe. Let me tell you something. Russ, <laughs> Hold on. Russ. I even signed up for classes because I'm like, sir, we got a two year, three year old. What the heck? Mm-hmm. No. How you sign up for classes? When you do that? Yeah. Like, like when? When, when do we get that like kind of time? Yeah. Do they got fast food in divinity school? <laughs> And mind you, you know that he knows that his wife is a PK. He already know how she feel about it. See, and no he ma'am. probably already knew that she was going to be against it, and so he, so whoo we talk but about think some about dynamics. It, so it says he 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 runs a nonprofit. Yes, he called Soar Detroit. So think about. It. I guess that's not necessarily like a. I, it could be a full time job, but it's more could be on a voluntary, you know, situation. No, so if he's running he the non for profit, then there's a good chance. Just because you're not making it for profit, you still, you know, get paid um, if you are the person running the non for profit. Mm-hmm. So I would assume that that's where his salary is coming from. But we will find out more. I'm sure when the show comes on, they're gonna very juicy. It, you know. How do you feel? Is that is that the rush you thought you knew? Ba- okay, let's talk about it. You know how all of us have our college days. Hello. You know what a time to be alive. Right. Mm-hmm. You meet new people. You know, you are not you're not a professional yet. You're not in your full career yet. So you are experiencing life. The rust that I knew has always, in all honesty, he does have characteristics to be a pastor. I would have never seen this coming, but I do think See it now. Yes, from he's real chill, real calm. Um, he's very impressionable. He builds trust very easily, very articulate, um, and always have had a lot of people around him who looked up to him for just different things that he's done just even at that time. So, yes, I can see it. But from a speaking engagement and just wanting the biblical tie to it, I'm intrigued. I cannot wait to hear more and to see more uh, just to better understand how he arrived to this conclusion. Yeah. Um, we don't know what his background is with church. Yeah. They only talk about his wife. So I'm sure we're yeah. going to learn a little bit more for him. We're going to learn more. It was like more. God hit me on the head and told me I need to be a pastor be. or, you know, someone prophesied something to him or I want that story. 
I need I need to understand. We're gonna more. see it hopefully because Carlos is good for getting the story out of people, and I will say I'm very excited that he decided to go to his hometown. So I'm hoping that he put a lot of love in this because it seems the the couples on this show seem very juicy. We have two more couples. We have the Smiths who have been married for 11 years and they live in a penthouse. And the wife is a well-known fashion designer and influencer. Mm. And her husband mm. is the owner of Star Factory, an artist development program where he trains young people. Oh, God. Mm. <laughs> of Detroit <laughs> to become singers and recording artists. And one oh, of... Stevie yeah. J. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the issues here is that, that she's, Christina is strong in her faith. Okay. And has not always been pleased when Brandon must go out to the clubs for his talent development business oh, and so has good. been causing tension between them since they got married. And he's also holding a secret that he's working with a female talent that his wife does not know Jocelyn about. Hernandez. Okay, see, see, we see the this disrespect. Jocelyn the disrespect. The disrespect. The disrespect. It is. It is. But okay. I would love to hear. It sounds like she is really strong on family values. And mm-hmm. she's a God-fearing woman. Okay? Mm-hmm. And her man in the clubs. And her man is not showing that in Detroit. Uh, he believes in the same thing. But we don't think about that before we get married. Hello. Who? Let's talk about it, Jasmine. Like, I, we know what the person did before we chose to get married and procreate, right? right? Sometimes I think women be so caught up in, I just want a man and to, I want to walk down the aisle and I want my party. Hello? That they don't realize that real life happens after that party. Real and quick. nobody cares mm-hmm. anymore after, you know, the after celebration. After the wedding's gone. Y'all really got to figure out how y'all going to do life together. And there's, to your point, Jasmine, some conversations that I think you should have before in in the dating relationship to make sure that y'all are on the same page but everybody don't do that and that leads us into our next couple the thompsons jesus okay they've been married for 14 years oh yes come on and they share two sons he the husband anthony currently works for live nation the big concert you know, mm. oh, entertainers. Group. Okay, mm-hmm. Entertain it's Detroit, Minnesota. Music City, baby. Okay, okay, okay. And he is the owner of a production studio. But Latoya, the wife, is the breadwinner, and oh, she Lord. is a successful oh. sports physical therapist. <laughs> and also has, hello, and she also <laughs> has a wine company. Okay, called hmm. Opulence Wines. Okay, and when he the husband seems to have been offered a job, a production gig in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh, Lord. He accepts the job Ooh. and moves temporarily what? against his wife's oh, Lord. wishes. Okay, I, I'm tuning in. Ooh. I'm bought in. Eventually, okay. I'm bought in. returning to Detroit once LaToya puts her foot down. He gonna resent her. Next. Because <laughs> also, <laughs> this is a red flag. But nobody told couple. you to go to Atlanta in the Wait, first place. I'm not done. I'm not done. It gets worse. He also has a men's organization where the goal is for men to have an outlet to discuss the root of the issue affecting men in relationships in life. He puts together a man's movement march. And guess who he asked to be a guest speaker who is also his close friend? Marceau Scott. Okay. That's oh, how. Lord. He wanted them. <laughs> yeah. I think I would have rather had Stevie J. I how just... is Martel? How is Martel cross functional? No, Marceau. 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 
Keisha's husband. The gaslighter. That's even worse. Child, he well, can't. No, at least, I mean, at least, okay. Again, yeah. I'd rather have Stevie J because <laughs> that Jesus. man, what he does to his wife on a, on a weekly basis. And that's what we got but going on But you can't tell her that she don't have a good marriage. Like, Tisha is bought into you that can't. marriage. So, like, they've been together since, high, since college. Mm-hmm. Like, she's never leaving Carlos him. made that. Carlos called that man and told her to Carlos, come to Detroit. Said about Carlos. Y'all talk about Kris Jenner. Carlos work hard. Carlos be working, he baby. Do. Carlos work hard. Carlos, Carlos, kudos to you, man. Because you kudos went executive producer to a headline name. Man. Come on. Nene and Kim and then Teresa and Come Danielle Stop. Yeah. And then became executive producer of Atlanta. And then produced Candy's weddings and Kim's weddings. and He that dude. He's that dude. So I mean, we'll be watching. We'll be watching. And that wraps up our cousin chat, yeah. which is a great segment. Yes. Good job, guys. <laughs> so our next segment um, is called Family Therapy. We've been talking about all of these family dynamics and scenarios, even Jersey, right? Where that one is specifically about family. But we want you guys, first and foremost, to start sending us some of your letters, whether it's family issues, family problems, just some perspective that you may want on some of your family dynamics and situations, please make sure you send it to family ties cousin podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. But in the interim, today we're just going to talk about specifically just how to maintain family relationships. So like we told y'all in the beginning, we are cousins. We are all cousins on you know this podcast. And when I tell you our parents raised us to be more like brothers and sisters, we were always together, okay? You couldn't, you wouldn't see one of us without seeing the other. There yeah. was always family events, family birthdays. We were going over each other's houses. At one point, I don't even think we could have any other friends outside of each other, okay? You're right, you're right. We were, That's why I got no friends now. Go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) We were always together, but life happens. And it's easy to have those relationships when you don't have a car and your parents are taking you everywhere Mm -hmm. and you don't have a choice, right? Right. But life happens. Yeah. We all went to school, you know, got our degrees. And, you know, some of us, done some things outside of that marriage kids and we realized like it's not as easy as it was when we were younger to Mm -hmm. maintain these relationships and these friendships Mm -hmm. we then started having more personal conversations about being more intentional with our relationships so we don't lose our bond um some of us you know in our groups and it's a lot of us you're talking to four today right way more cousins um you know our you know granny baylor um she had nine kids Mm -hmm. nine nine jesus our grandmother okay and out of those nine kids they had kids that's Mm -hmm. us Right. So it's a lot of us. Don't forget the you inside chat. And then, you know, I would say maybe I am the force multiplier because then y'all are on my mom's side. (laughs) Oh, for sure, baby. (laughs) This is the connection where my my girl, my cousin Shay fits in. She is a Ewing. Mom had 16 brothers and sisters. 
the just the the to to think that you can just do that like it's just so crazy now let me preface that by saying some of them are stepchildren right but we consider them all the same and so we're going to say 16 okay they all have kids that are our ages and then if you can imagine we also have some kids within that so when we say we got cousins we got we got cousins right um, but within that, it's all about like maintaining our relationships and our friendships. As y'all know, we are sitting in different locations nice. and that's how the cousin chat came about. Like we just all got on a cousin chat. Thank you iPhone for like actually being able to do Hello. groups and stuff now because right. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. our group chat be popping. And so, and it really was just more about like, not even just catching up with each other, but just about like events and just us just life. talking, you know, in life and that's how this came about with us just being more intentional with our friendships, our relationships, because I do think some families get more caught up in, oh, you're my cousin or you're my sister. I feel like we have a relationship where it's like, no, what have we done to really build a friendship? You can be yeah. my cousin and not be my friend. Right. Right. Oh, did I say mm-hmm. something Hello. there? Right. That's a word. Yeah. You better <laughs> I mean, you, better you know, you could be my aunt, but if we only talked you know, every three My years, your birthday, you know, <laughs> Christmas, <laughs> Straight then, up. you know, Mother's Day. we got some work to do. And so, yeah. you know, send us your thoughts, your ideas. Um, but we're just excited and happy that this is even a bonding moment for us to just yeah. have some time, have fun and bring our family chat to life. Um, so super unserious, but just us like, having time to really talk and connect and continue to build our relationship. So hopefully you guys can do the same. Think about some of that, some of your family that may be like you absolutely love, but just don't always have the time or have made time to just reach out and talk and connect. We hope that this inspires you to do just that. So y'all want to add, y'all want to add to that? Um, I would say like, I guess you would say like, how would, I guess a question would be, say I was somebody right now and I would pose a question. How do you maintain a healthy relationship with Oof. your family? You know, mm. let me preface this by saying no one <laughs> in here um, is degreed in, in um, therapy. We're going to give opinion. Oh like, yeah, we're opinions only. Don't yeah, <laughs> don't do no some topics so, of y'all told me to. No, we didn't. No, we didn't tell you to do nothing. You, All right, you know, this is opinion. I think it really depends on the person. Like I feel like we connected, and why we were able to do this podcast because we watch similar things. Right. Yeah. And for us, mm-hmm. like we. Look at the shade room. We listen to similar podcasts. So for us, it was, we automatically had similarities. And so we built it off that. Mm -hmm. But if, say for instance, you have a family member who it's kind of hard, we are complete opposites. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like y'all don't really have very much in common. I think you have to do a little bit more to build that relationship. It may Mm -hmm. not be as easy, but if you feel like it's meaningful, start off with doing something that they want to do or something that they're interested in just so they can see that you're open to getting to know them a lot deeper than what you know them today. That's my two cents. We're just meeting them. Yeah, meeting them where they are. Like I can say for myself, like 
growing up, I kind of felt isolated because I'm way younger than y'all. Oh, you know, the okay, baby. No, no, she ain't way Let, younger than me, Chad. We I'm not. I, you ooh, right, Jasmine. Yes. You know what's crazy? As we get older, I'm like, I told my mama this the other day. I said, me and Jasmine not far apart in age <laughs> at all. Like, why growing up, y'all made it seem like I was just so out of whack being with them. Like, because I, you know why? They did the baby. same thing to me. When it came to Marlon. But I told her, Shay, though, I told your mom, I was like, y'all not finna do this. I'm taking Jasmine, even if it's one on one. Yeah, and that's what that's what cousins have to do. And and Shay did that for me. Tish did that for me. They would just come pick me up. Like, and I feel like a part of that was like, I don't know, like I feel like I live my life the way I live my life because I've seen all of y'all. Like, y'all were already like examples to me of like, oh, this this what happened when this happened, or you know, like and I felt like you should kind of like meet people where they are and not like keep them in that same mind frame of like when you were growing up. Like I'm a whole adult now and my family treat me like I'm a baby. Like, girl, I'm too. What you talking about? I'm going to be 26 years old. I have my own treat home. Like babies like, even at 40. Like, right. yeah. <laughs> and you have your own child. You're right. I That's still true. get parented and I'm parenting someone That's else. <laughs> but I feel like the, the, the key is also, like, I feel like with us, like, we've never let anything above us or our parents or anybody, like, come in between, come in between our cousin relationship. Facts. Because at the end of the day, grown people going to be grown old people. But at the end of the <laughs> day, <laughs> they old, man. They're old. It takes, but we, it takes Mandy to explain this. You, got, you just got to meet people where they at. You know, and you can't hold people's parents and what they do and what they say against the child because at the end of the day like we don't be having nothing to do with none of that foolishness right and that's mm-hmm. what breaks my heart with the situation with melissa it's, it's and this, Teresa. the kids have kids you have, have melissa's kids it. that seems like yeah. they're not engaging right they're not yeah. a part of it they're like i still love them even though it's at a distance yeah. But then you have Teresa's kiss. It's like literally calling their uncle, uncle, like you I need to leave them. her. The devil. Yeah. Um, and like what? Like stay in a child's place. Like this is not y'all yeah. as cousins should be coming together and saying whatever they got going on That's is on what now. they got going on. But mm-hmm. that is not gonna hinder what yeah. we have going on. And they all got cars, right? We yeah. saw them get cars. So if yeah. y'all want to meet up at a coffee shop or meet up somewhere to hang you out, like, do that. I hope that they can find a way to make it okay to feel like it's okay for them to do that because that would and be And I feel such like when dessert. cousins come together, I feel like the next generation will be better. Like yeah. if the cousins are okay and we good and we rocking and we vibing when we have kids, our kids going to rock with each other and it just keeps going. You have yeah. to start the closeness somewhere. You just have to. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Good job, guys. Shay, you got anything to add to that, girl? What you What you about to say? I don't. I don't. But I feel like everything that we're talking about is a good segue into um, my, our next topic, which is um, inspirational and, and a challenge for our listeners. Yes. So I'm bringing up this topic because I actually got this from my sister-in-law. Shout out to okay. Larissa. But it's about practicing gratitude. Mm. So as we know, in the last three years, we've been on lockdown. We've all felt anxiety and tightness and fear and all of these different things because we did not know what was truly going on in the world. Now everything has opened back up and our lives are getting getting back to normal. But during the, the time of quarantine, I feel like 
some of the things that I took for granted mm-hmm. um, with my family, mm-hmm. I was able to kind of reassess because I couldn't go anywhere. You know, we weren't always busy. Everybody was working from home. Yeah. We, we just didn't have all of that busy time. So I think that some of the things I had taken for granted prior to, I was able to, to reobtain. So I think something that could should be taken from quarantine is that we have to be grateful for our lives mm. and not even something deep, you know, not even something so incredibly, you know, profound or robust. It could be something as simple as saying, you know what? I'm grateful for the breath I have today. Amen. I'm thankful for being able to get through this meeting or whatever, because I mean, we lost a million folks yeah. <laughs> in COVID, you know, um, we should really appreciate all that we have and everything that we have been through as, as a group, you know, thankfully we didn't in our, in our direct family, we weren't too affected from COVID. I mean, you know, we got sick, but you know, no one was deathly ill. And if you did lose someone, our thoughts and prayers are with Mm -hmm. you because that is an incredibly difficult situation, but we have wonderful lives. Um, we talk about the group chat and in one particular week in the group chat, I said, I got a new job. Marla got a promotion and Jasmine got a new job all within one Mm -hmm. week in the Mm -hmm. same week. So, you know, there's so many wonderful things happening. So I'm going to read two short quotes that I think are very poignant. So the first one is from someone named Alan Cohen. So it reads, gratitude like faith is a muscle. The more you use it, the stronger it grows and the more power you have to use it on your behalf. If you do not practice gratefulness, its benefaction will go unnoticed and your capacity to draw on its gifts will be diminished. To be grateful is to find blessings in everything. This is the most powerful attitude to adopt for there are blessings in everything. Mm. And so the second quote is from the book. Yes. So the second quote is from the book, The Secret, and it says, gratitude is a powerful process for shifting your energy and and bringing more of what you want into your life. Be grateful for what you already have and you will attract more good things. So I think that, as, as I said before, practicing gratitude, again, it's not it's not something superficial. Again, it could literally just be something as small as saying, I'm thankful for the food I just ate. <laughs> you know, it could be, it literally can be, can be anything because we, if we can remember and acknowledge all of the things that we have going on in our lives that a lot of people don't have, and we can look back on those things as we, you know, experience different situations in our lives, it'll help us be more prepared. So our challenge for our listeners for one week, I want everyone to write down two things that they are grateful for and just keep track of them. And as you do that, just think about your life as a whole. You know, think of everything that happened for the day or the week or whatever, and just simply write down two things that you're grateful for. It literally takes five minutes 
and it will give you an opportunity to attract your energy to something that's more positive because we know when we as moms and girlfriends and wives and you know all the different roles that we carry a lot of heaviness a lot of difficult situations or just heavy things can happen in our in our day-to-day lives so if we can just look at two two things that we can acknowledge and put some positive energy out into the atmosphere i feel like that would go a long way and it'll just help uh with your own energy you better speak some Amen. words of wisdom love that it just calmed me all the way there come on come on student voice that was amazing Shane. thank you guys so guys, how did you feel? It's our first podcast. We loved it. I loved it. Yeah. I went, I could have kept talking. I'm about to say so many more topics. <laughs> so many more. Y'all, wait till we get to football more. season. Yeah. Okay. Cause me Whoa, and Mindy is about to wear y'all out. We're gonna wear y'all <laughs> out football season. I we would love to Molly. hear from our new cousins. What do y'all think about the fact that this group actually talks sports? <laughs> <laughs> and knows sports. And knows sports. And knows it very well. Listen, we'll I'm see new. how much we'll I'm see new. who knows what. Right. Exactly. Now, basketball, don't quote me. These are all opinions. <laughs> now, let me just say I pick things off of colors. Uh yes, she does. She does. Uh, well, okay, that's when we go get a football season. <laughs> Marla start talking about aqua is the new yeah, uh, is gonna be yeah, the champion. They're gonna win because they're wearing blue. Aqua, yeah. Right. Seattle Seahawks is still has the best uniforms, and I'm gonna let that I'm gonna leave. We're gonna leave it go. Okay. Who they got? Gino still. They got Gino. Hey, Gino, Gino took them to the playoffs and Russ, I miss you. But that's all he, right. Russ is done, Marla. Girl, Russ had a rough year. He's done. Y'all, we're going back into it. Okay, y'all. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Love you y'all. Guys. We got to go. <laughs> we got to go. Come back next week. Or, 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 or yeah. next week or two. Or <laughs> We got to figure that out. Yeah. We're sitting there. <laughs> <out. laughs> We're sitting there. We're trying to figure it out. We got a lot to talk about. It might be yeah. next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> Thank y'all for listening. We out. <laughs>